My name is Rick Napier, the president at Real People USA LLC, located in California. And today's podcast episode is titled, What Can Americans Do Locally to Fix the Current Situation? What can Americans, Canadians, and any freedom-loving person anywhere in the world do to civilly express their dissatisfaction with mRNA mandates and passports? And most importantly, how kids are being hurt psychologically and physically with wearing masks in classrooms. When this mess started back in March 2020, the experts said children had virtually no chance of dying from the flu, or some call it COVID. What changed? One thing we need to look at first is Republicans are typically passive voters and are not predisposed to protesting and publicly speaking out. The funny thing about Republicans is when they get really mad, they usually go camping, clean the garage, or simply keep their frustrations to themselves and with a few friends. At a time where Republicans, Democrats, independents from all ethnicities and socioeconomic backgrounds, for example, Blacks, Whites, Latinos, Asians, Muslims, Jews, Bible thumpers, no religious affiliation types, the wealthy, the poor, Marin County residents in California, Martin County residents in Florida, people from the hood in Compton, to wealthy people in the Hollywood Hills, all are dissatisfied with Democrat tyrannical rule. So the first question is how can Democrats feel so emboldened to pass communist-like legislation like AB 2098, sponsored and authored by California state legislators, Democrats, Akila Weber of San Diego, Buffy Wicks of Oakland, Scott Weiner of San Francisco, and Richard Pan of Sacramento. AB 2098 is legislation against physicians and surgeons to threaten them with losing their licenses or having their licenses suspended if they provide medical opinions defined by California legislators as misinformation about getting the mRNA jab. I encourage people to read AB 2098 so yours truly, Rick, will not be accused of spreading misinformation. AB 2098 was not written by me. What the world watched on February 13, 2022, during the Super Bowl, fit the mold of what Americans have seen since June 2020. What's good for me, voters, is not good for thee, Democrat politicians. Meaning rules, not legislation for Americans to wear masks, do not apply to Democrat politicians. We have seen this display of Democrat political elitism in New York, Washington, Oregon, Pennsylvania, California, New Jersey, Massachusetts, Michigan, and other states. NFL broadcasters announced that 78,000 people attended the 2022 Super Bowl in Inglewood, California, and from the footage I saw, the majority of attendees were unmasked including California Democrat politicians. 
professional athletes, recording artists, Hollywood actors, and other well-known celebrities. One California politician even gave an excuse that while he was eating or talking, he was holding his breath. What a liar. So what can people from all walks of life, straight, gay, black, Latino, Asian, Muslim, Jew, Bible thumpers, no religious affiliation, extremely educated, little to no education, parents, teachers, law enforcement, firefighters, off-duty military personnel, Americans, Canadians, French, Australians, Italians, or South Americans do peacefully, affordably, and effectively to show their dissatisfaction. Taking a page from Saul Alinsky's book, Rules for Radicals, Americans need to duplicate a strategy from this book Democrats like President Obama and Hillary Clinton have been using against the American people for at least two decades. Rules for Radicals is documentation written to fundamentally transform, in my opinion, destroy American culture. I don't want to do a half-assed job, so let me give listeners Rules for Radicals highlights. Number one, healthcare. Control health care and you control the people. Two, poverty. Increase the poverty level as high as possible. Poor people are easier to control and will not fight back if you are providing everything for them to live. Number three, debt. Increase the debt to an unsustainable level. That way, you are able to increase taxes and this will produce more poverty. Number four, gun control. Remove the ability for people to defend themselves from the government. That way, you are able to create a police state. Number five, welfare. Take control of every aspect of their lives, food, housing, and income. Number six, education. Take control of what people read and listen to. Take control of what children learn in school. Number seven, religion. Remove the belief in God from the government and schools. Number eight, class warfare. Divide the people into the wealthy and the poor. This will cause more disconnect and it will be easier to tax the wealthy with the support of the poor. Now, the next one is an additional one I added. Number nine, destroy America and world economies with mRNA policies. First, let's look at why current acts of civil disobedience have at least lukewarm results. And of course, Republicans rarely participate in civil disobedience. Number one, protesting at school boards. Not nearly enough people show up. Therefore, school boards yawn at meetings where only 200 people show up when the district may have control of 25,000 children. Number two, protesting at board of supervisor meetings. Again, not nearly enough people show up. Plus, some Americans allege these elected officials have signed legal agreements with political action committees to rule a certain way 
that is clearly unconstitutional, but legal in the court of law. Now let's look at how Democrats using rules for radicals deploy their strategies against the American people. Progressives, another name for communists, just look it up, use symbols and acronyms to show their presence in American society. Symbols like the gay pride flag and listeners, which actually was the rainbow flag back in the 80s, and it meant something entirely different. Number two, LGTB on signs, bumper stickers, and websites. Number three, BLM for Black Lives Matter on shirts and on social media platforms. And now we are hearing that Black Lives Matter is now in court for allegedly having questionable financial reporting and leadership challenges. And number four, protests and parades condoned by like-minded officials in political office. These indicators or markers are in our faces every day to remind Americans of their presence. What do freedom-loving Republicans, change-of-heart Democrats, and independents have to express ourselves? Not much. We have back the blue for police officers. We have don't tread on me. And we have make America great again. But again, some people are timid in expressing what they believe. Let me just say this before I reveal a few solutions. If you have never stood up for anything in your life, now is the time to do so. Or you may not get another chance. What you can surmise or what I have seen is Democrat political figures do not like confrontation at all. And Republicans do not like bringing confrontation to Democrat political figures. You see, for Democrats, it's easy for them to sign legislation when only on the surface 1% of the voting public expresses dissatisfaction. For Democrats, it is easy for them to drive to their city council or county supervisor buildings and no one even knows that they are destroying local citizens' lives with communist-like legislation. For Democrats, it is easy to pass legislation via Zoom meetings and only have 50 people attending the public hearing in areas where 3 million, 5 million, or 8 million people live. For Democrats, it's easy to pass legislation unfearful about getting recalled or elected out of office where election integrity is very questionable. On the last bullet point about election integrity, why do so many elections have Democrats winning and Republicans losing at consistent margins? Like the Democrats winning at 54% and the Republicans losing at 46% over and over and over again. So let's talk about solutions. Similar to Democrats using markers and indicators for their public relations, freedom-loving Americans should begin putting red tape under their left eye to display their dissatisfaction. Put the tape under the left eye to make it look as if the tape is on your right eye when people are approaching you. That is something I learned in marketing in college. Wear the red tape under your eye 
anywhere you go, shopping, restaurants, at church, picking your kids up at school, the gym, on airline flights, or any place you need to be with or without your mask on, if applicable. If a person asks you, what does the red tape mean? And they will tell them it's your way of expressing your dissatisfaction with the local city council and county board of supervisors. Ask them how they feel that current times are worse than any time in recent American history. Wait for their response. And now I'm using some corporate uh, sales experience here. If they agree for this podcast episode or rumble link, just in case social media gets into a hizzy fit over the content. Plus, ask them to subscribe to Real People USA for updates. Now, I know many Republicans get squeamish about publicly expressing their dissatisfaction about current conditions. The red tape under the eye serves as a conversation door opener or icebreaker. Wear the red tape when you are well-dressed. Wear the red tape when you are casually dressed. Hopefully, over a 30 to 60-day period, we can begin a growing movement of dissatisfied voters. Last but not least, freedom-loving Americans need to call their city council members and board of supervisors to express their dissatisfaction. It's likely local city councils and or board of supervisors can cancel many state legislative proposals at the local level. Eight years ago, across America, city councils approved areas to be designated as sanctuary cities for illegals. I believe local politicians have the authority to make towns, cities, and counties vaccine mandate free zones. Real People USA has a plan to call local city councils and board of supervisors. Remember, they work for the people, not the other way around, where the people are at the mercy of city council members and board of supervisors. So what was I doing before Real People USA? I run a private sector consulting firm, which helps small business owners improve their operations. It wasn't until I spoke with a New York candidate, then a Florida candidate, and several California candidates where I began to smell something fishy. And the fishy smell was not a good aroma. I should be working my business full time, but I decided to put some time and effort in this cause so I could have some clients in the future. My clients across the country are concerned that if this current situation is not fixed, nobody will have any business. So please subscribe to Real People USA at rpusa.org. It's possible that social media platforms will kick me off when the red tape program gains momentum. Plus, I'm really not a big fan of social media. I'm old. And if you like what you're hearing, please feel free to donate. Several Republican candidates in multiple states helped me design this plan. These Republicans are the hardest working and brightest candidates I have met. Most are not well known, but they are in it to win it. You may hear from a few of them in the next several weeks. My name is Rick Napier, the president at Real People USA LLC based in California. My telephone number is 
999-999. And our website again is rpusa.org. Thank you for listening and God bless these United States of America.